0: Scotty going crazy for this one your We see what you're doing, we salute you Get it started. It's backpack, Cavallo one. What's in your wallet? Got a call from my man, A Scott. I said I got it. Love that you highlighting all of these black colleges. try to pay me for doing this. Look, bro, you don't get off my line with that foolishness. Voice of the swag. Pull up where you at? No cap. If the brody, is speaking the soft facts? My advice: tune in to every show. Captain Petty, but we know that the sergeants are with the smoke. Speculate. Just tell me what is we doing? Get into it, okay? Look, I'ma say this and keep it moving. My boy Scotty man he all for the leash. Black grad, pain college. I'm glad that he
1: called me walking cause we all been taught. that talk is cheap, even primetime knows Got for the HBCU streets.
0: What is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Scotty. I'm back in the building again. And you know what it is. You know what it is. It's another episode of the show. All right. So let me, let me, I know, I know what y'all, listen, listen, first of all, listen, first of all, shout out to y'all, shout out to y'all for coming in. And, you know, listen, the show is called, the show is called Off Script because I like to have discussions. Like, listen, as much as I talk about sports, you know what I'm saying? I like, I like to have discussions. I like to have open dialogues. I like to get an understanding of people's mindsets and things like that. So we're going to get into the topic today of why should you go to an HBCU, right? Um
1: you are the only participant in the conference. You
0: know, once you hear the, you know, once you hear the white lady, the call lines are open, right? So let me get to a couple of announcements first, and then I'm gonna get to um the, the topic of the day. All right. First up, all right, tomorrow, all day coverage. All day coverage. You listen, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of commits, but listen. All right. All day coverage. I'm doing a morning show starting at 10 in the morning. All right? Uh, right. I'm not probably going to get to I'm probably going to that show's probably going to go to about noon. All right. Then after that, maybe starting about two or three, the commitments and signings start coming in and we just going to be live. Listen, this just going to be live while we're doing it. All right. We just going to be live while it's happening. All right. People can call in, talk about it, all that type of stuff. All right. And listen, after Mike Pleasant's after Mike Pleasant's announcement, he will be coming on the channel to have an interview about why he chose what he chose. So also be looking out for that as well. He will be here on the show after he makes his announcement. All right. Next up, member. Bandwagon National Signing Day for me, okay, January third. All right, make sure you. T- January third is Bandwagon National Signing Day. All right, but listen, National Signing Day bandwagonism. Okay, don't don't listen. And you see, I'm I'm getting bought. Okay, I, I listen. I'm I'm getting bought. People are listen. People sending me stuff. They listen. They want. Me to sign a new bandwagon. All right, so bandwagon national signing day is January third for me. Okay, so be here, be live, and present. We we gonna make it happen. All right, so listen, I got I got a couple nil deals. I got a couple people. Hashtag bandwagon signing day. Okay, I got a couple nil deals locked up. I got a couple. You know, listen, it, it's hot out here in these streets. All right. It's hot out here in these streets for bandwagon. All right. So bandwagon national signing day for me, January 3rd. All right, gotta start the new year for all right. Gotta start the new year for all right. Now, shout out. <laughs> gotta give a couple shout outs for my gear and my stuff today, all right? Shout out to Miss K Howard, a Graham alumna. Okay. Ah. Gram alumna. She sent me and my girl this. What is it called, babe? Garrett's. Garrett Chicago popcorn, high quality stuff. All right, she sent this to us for the Christmas and the holidays. Thank you so much. All right, my girl is about to demolish this by herself because I don't eat this, so she's about to go ham. All right, so if she if you, if if you know if you don't see her for a couple of days, it's because she probably got stomach ache or something like that. All right, so shout out to Miss K Howard, Grandma Luna. Okay, shout out to you for that. Next up, listen. Dr. Lori Wilson. Listen, she's a fam you alumni, okay? And she sent your boy the hat. She sent your boy the notes in the back. She sent your boy the, 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 the tea. You know what I'm saying? Listen, she got me. I got I, I got the cup. I got the she is listen. If you want to know what a booster looks like, <laughs> if you want to know what a booster looks like for a college kid, for a YouTuber. Dr. Lloyd Wilson is the standard. All right, she got me a pom-pom. She, listen, she said, come to the Rattler Nation. Listen, she got my girl, got my girl a shirt, got my girl a family, she got my girl a, a pendant with her, look, it's A&M, she's like, oh, babe, it's my initials as well. So she winning, okay? We winning over here. So if you wanna know what a booster looks like for a YouTuber to get them to sign for your team, Miss Dr. Lloyd Wilson is the standard, okay? Dr. Lori Wilson is the freaking standard out here, all right? So you got a a hard, hard, man, listen. You got a hard person to pass up, all right? But also, if you're looking for a dentist, all right? If you're looking for the dentist, and you're in the Alabama area, Dr. Lori Wilson, all right? The only dentist you know, female, that can clean your teeth, give you a root canal, and probably talk football in the same session. Okay? (laughs) <laughs> she be in your mouth talking about You Dr. Stay saying <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Lori Wilson She's that chick, alright, she's that chick Make sure y'all reach out to her, uh, her Phone number, email right there Make sure y'all hit her up uh, I'm gonna lead this up for a little bit, y'all can take some screenshots Or whatever, but Dr. Lori Wilson Fam, you alumna Okay, that's what we doing out here Shout out to her Shout out to her being the realest booster ever Alright, that's how you That's how you do it, man that that's how you that, that's it then listen listen that's how you do it that's how you do it man if you if you if you want to know what a booster look like if you never knew what a booster look like for a YouTuber holla at Dr. Lori Wilson holla at Dr. Lori Wilson and something to know she got behind me this one says fam you needs a rematch this one says, "Keep telling us the truth, uh, no sugarcoating it." And then this one says, "Thank you for supporting all the HBCUs, man." That was listen when I tell you that was, guys, a one-time God because I, I was I was conflicting with myself for doing this show, and then I got that note today, and she said, "Keep telling the truth and all that type of stuff." So, man, look, look, listen, I'm out here, boy, I'm out here. Listen, I told Dr. Kofi I would never do this, but shout out to Dr. Lori Wilson, I'm gonna do it for you. The, stri- the, the FAMU Rattlers will strike, strike, and strike again. All right? I, I, I'm doing it. That's it. That's the last time I'm going to do it right. I'm not. No, I'm not doing the fingers. I'm not doing the fingers. No, I'm not doing the fingers. But um, I, I, shout out to you, Dr. Lloyd Wilson. I'm going to do it right. This is the last time I'm going to do it right. But shout out to you for being the realist. And like I said, she got me some cups, too. I got the FAMU cups. So we in there. All right? So, all right. Question of the day. All right. Question of the night. Why go to an HBCU? All right. I'm not doing the fingers. All right. I'm not I'm not doing the fingers. That's that's not no, that's not cool. I I I I no, that's not cool. All right. Why go to an HBCU? And let me tell you Let me tell you why <laughs> we need the strikes, guy. I'm not doing the strike. I'm not doing the fingers. All right. You got to I'm not no. I'm not doing the fingers, man. I'm not. I'm not doing the fingers, man. So, all right. So listen. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna share with you guys why the topic came to me, right? So I, you know, I do my shows, and and somebody jumped into my comments, and and he read this, right? This is what he. This is what he. This is what he sent me, right? Uh. Okay. Okay. Here we go. This is what he sent me. He says. So now we understand why Scotty thinks the way he thinks about HBCUs and black folks. He don't like to be around his own people. Probably why he left Claflin, but it's okay. We still got love for you, Scotty. Understand, don't think just because in the HBCU that everyone is the same, bruh. Believe me, just because the enrollment might be over 90% black, we are not all the same. You can find diversity even among all black folk. But hey, I understand your generation, the 90s and early 2000 kids, probably why you like talking about swag sports and you do a great job, but don't like to attend many swag events. Just too much black for you shaking my head, right? So once again, right? once again, it's and I and, and I appreciated the comment. I got with him in the comments. Trust me, I, I got I got with him because, you know, I, I get with you. But I appreciate the comment. But my thing is this. Right. I want to go back to some I've talked about on previous shows and and I've had the same discussion with the spaces. Right. The reason that I have a problem with some alumni from HBCUs is how they treat the exclusivity of it. Right. And what I mean by that is they make you feel less than because you did not go to an HBCU. They make you feel like you have no opinion on a certain subject because you have not gone to an HBCU. They make you feel as though, you know, you're not black enough because you did not go to an HBCU. So the topic of today of why go to an HBCU is simply just because I, I need to understand it. Cause for me being on the outside looking in, why would I, why would I go? It's like, it's like being a part of a, it's, it's like being part of a cult or my. I, no, I want to say cult. That's not good. It's like being a part of a frat, but then looking down on everybody else, even though they're black, even though they're black, that is a problem. I don't, that's, that's something I don't get. Now, people, you can say PWIs do the same thing. They might do it, and I'm not speaking for white people. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just telling you what I I experienced. I'm only talking about what I've experienced, right? From what I've seen from white people, because I've been around a lot of white people and I've been around a lot of black people. From what I've seen from a lot of white people, where they bash each other is by the school, Right? They they'll bash you. Oh, you oh my god, you went to Yale. I went to Princeton. Oh my God. Oh, you went to AM. I went to UT. Oh my God. Like you're trash. Like, who goes to Texas AM? Oh my God. It's all about the University of Texas. Hook them horns. You went to Texas. I went to TCU Horn Frogs all day. Now they'll do something like that. Right? They'll do something like that, but they won't make you an outsider if i went to an hbcu they'd be like oh hbcu okay what about what, what tell me more about you they won't make you feel less than right than to they won't make you feel that like, okay let me let me let me let me let me let me, 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 me education wise they might say your education doesn't stack up to a white degree they might say that okay but what i'm saying from what i from what i'm getting and what i'm is that they won't make their own people feel bad about not going to the school that they went to in a sense of it's not like yeah they might talk about education wise but they won't make it they won't keep it personal i think black people make it more personal that's what the issue with me is if you want to just say like i went to a PWI, i played football at university of new haven right if you want to be like damn scotty why you go to a PWI? i'd be like damn you know because I, I didn't feel comfortable but to be like You can't talk certain stuff, or you can't do this, or you're not black because I did not go to an HBCU is my issue with what that is. So my problem, my my thing is this: you're you're so you're so HBCU this and HBCU that, but why make black people feel less than because they did not go to an HBCU is my issue. All right. Hey, caller, you loud talk to me.
2: Well, I mean, what else, Scotty? Let me turn this, some of this down real quick. <clears throat> hey, this is Jerome from Charlotte, man, than Jackson State. Talk to me. A uh, couple of key points. <laughs> I will say, man, you know, when working uh, certain spaces, especially in corporate setting, uh, white people, they actually do that as well. You know, when it comes to the certain type of college, or college they attended. Uh, depending on the space, I've worked with a lot of UNC Chapel Hill alums or Duke alums, and they're definitely going to look down on someone who went to ECU or Appalachian State or something in that regard. So I think it's really universal uh, based on the academic dexterity or reputation of the the institution. But as far as HBCUs, man, get into your your, your main question. Uh, From what I've seen, a lot of my uh, colleagues, they're actual corporate recruiters. And one of the advantages going to HBCU is Uh, when that company or the department is looking to diversify, uh, they specifically and strategically uh, go to an HBCU to do that, uh, to recruit. Um, And that's one of the advantages that I tell a lot of students who are looking at HBCUs, you know, when they come to your school, they're specifically looking for someone who looks like you uh, to actually diversify their department or their company. Uh, As far as uh, Black people looking down Uh, I guess, from HBCUs compared to the black folks who went to PWIs, I think it's it's kind of a getting back type thing because for so long, and two roles already, right? But for so long, uh, a lot of black students at PWIs, they would definitely look down on black students from HBCUs, even if in high school.
0: Go ahead. Hey, David, call back in. Hold on. I got to shut the line down, guys. Sorry. Hey, can y'all hear me? Hey, let me know if y'all can hear me. <laughs> All right, so my bad. All right, hold on, guys. My bad, David. Uh, my girl had her AirPods and they connected to the computer.
1: You are the only participant in the conference.
0: My bad, David. Hey, call back in, bro. Uh, my girl. Uh, my girl had her AirPods in and it connected to the computer. So, uh, do that for me. We can't see you put on some. Oh my gosh! Shut up, Tiffany. I thought you really couldn't see me. I was like, "You can't see me." What? What happened? All right, my bad, guys. But okay, so listen. I want to be very, I want to be very clear about my, my thing. Right. My thing is this: is why are HBCU alums, and I, I won't generalize, but I'll, I'll say a mentality. Thanks, David. I'm gonna get right to you. I promise you. I'm gonna say this: Why does why do HBCU alums look down on other blacks that's my that's my main focus right is that you kind of you treat it like a members only club which is cool if that's what you want to do cool but the downplay of another black person or i'm not black enough because i didn't go to an hbcu is my issue all right but we can take it wherever you want to go it's an open dialogue i just want to hear the point of view hey david man i apologize man go ahead hey man, you're good man so
2: let me turn it to you down so um, just kind of getting back to your point you just asked. Um, one thing I've seen, man, is because of that vitriol sometimes that happens on high school level and it leads in the college uh, from African-Americans who choose to go to PWIs, a lot of times you see those same folks at, you know, the Classics and Homecoming and the Tournament. And a lot of Black people kind of, you who know, were from HBCUs, and kind of like, okay, you know, <laughs> We're good enough to party with, but not to get a quality education from. Mm. So I think that's where, you know, some of that ritual comes from sometimes. But honestly, man, um, when you come to, like, let's say if you, I know you're in the Carolinas, you go to Seattle Bay there's a lot of non-HBCU black people and non-black people who go to Seattle um, who go to these classics, and they'll tell you, like, I really wish I would have gone to HBCU, like, because in these spaces that we work in, uh, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday... It, it's, it's almost like going back onto to Wakanda when you have those type of spaces. And they feel right at home. So <clears throat> I, I'm sorry that anybody ever came at you that way and you felt that way, but I promise you, I, I, I can guarantee you the vast majority of HMTU alums uh, and supporters are very inclusive, you know? Uh, but I, I think that there is that s- small segmentation that kind of, uh, <laughs> it's like a getting back at, you know, you guys feel like you're better enough because you went to white school, uh, but, but but trust but for the most part now we, we are all inclusive it's all love
0: no you know and for me david I, I mean for i'm sorry jerome for me Jerome it's just like i want the conversation you know what i'm saying because for me i could care less like you know what i'm saying like I went to Cla for a year I, and i've been very transparent i didn't like the environment it wasn't it wasn't inducive to me because i didn't like mm-hmm. the fact of you know i'm going to school every i didn't I, i'm going to school every day but i'm getting judged about you know, cause I'm listen, I'm not a, I don't iron my stuff every day. I'm real laid back. my mom is military. I was military. You know, I mean, I grew up in a military lifestyle. So when I had a chance to get out into college, but listen, my mom used to make me iron my clothes going to school. I mean, going out to play, you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. how, I, so now it's like, I don't want to iron nothing. So I, I had this mindset. I'm just going to chill. Like I'm just going, but you know, I would, it, it would be like, Oh yo, like, you know, I would get talked about because you know, I didn't do it this way or I didn't look this way or it wasn't a certain way. And that, and that bothered me because I'm like, I don't care about how I look. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but it's a fashion show. Every, yeah. Bro, it's a fashion show every <laughs> single day at HBCU school. And that shit, it hey. wasn't my cup of tea. Hey. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I, you know what? I want to piggyback
2: off of that. So, hey, I'm a military brat as well, man. Uh, we got stationed at Fort Bragg. And so I get it, I get the culture. <clears throat> but I will say that it's a perfect segue and I hope everybody in the comments who are parents, they understand this. or they got kids going to HBCUs, every HBCU culture, like we're not all monolithic. You know what I'm saying? All the cultures at these different schools, vastly different. So let's say Claflin, for example, historically, you know, Claflin has been a very, uh, how do you say, uh, conservative HBCU, kind of the same vibe that you're going to get at a Yeah. So let's say Jackson State and Howard, uh, both phenomenal institutions uh, research time research institutions two totally different cultures mm. uh, Xavier, you know, Xavier savior in New Orleans and At awesome schools totally different culture so I, I tell a lot of the, the the kids that I mentor and their parents hey man make sure you do your due diligence uh, when you're looking at these schools to attend because going to say I'm going to HBCU is just it's, it's not enough uh, you got to make sure that that specific environment fits your culture. If it's too big, if it's too small, if it's too liberal, if it's too conservative, you know, um, we we all got to do a better job of that. And then that goes to PWIs as well. But mm. you know, I hate that you had that experience at Claflin. I'm very you know familiar with school. It, it, it is conservative. Um, you know, a lot of black kids that come from long money typically go to Cal- Claflin. Uh, but we're not on that that, that way. Man,
0: trust me. No. And you know what? And I'm glad you said that, Jay. I wish I would have had somebody like you as like a high school counselor to kind of give me more of a broad range of an understanding of the different cultures. Because remember, like right. all I knew was Morgan and Bowie. And I knew I wouldn't, I wasn't, my mindset was I'm not staying in Maryland. Right. That was, the, that was my big time factor. I was like, listen, I'm not staying in Maryland. I got to get out of Maryland. So when I had the opportunities to do that, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to make this happen. So, you know, once I got around certain HBCUs, but I didn't understand the HBCU culture. I didn't grow up in it. I didn't grow up around it. So I didn't understand different pockets of environments. Now, listen, South Carolina State is right across the fence. And it was like Sorry. ghetto. My, my, man, listen, it was what? Night <laughs> and day. Them towers? Stuff was going down in them night towers. Day. It's night and day. But I still, did, <laughs> I still didn't understand that, that, you know, there's multiple, there's different, there's different aspects of HBCUs all around and, and, and different things like that. So I think that's a great point that you brought up.
2: And let me, let me tell you, bro, before I let you go, uh, you know, coming out of high school, out of Fayetteville, uh, I got accepted to a lot of schools. I really, really wanted to go to either Morehouse or Jackson State. And when I began to talk to alums of both of the schools and I began to visit uh, the campuses, I just realized, man, you know, Morehouse, even though it's a great school, it's just not for me because a lot of these kids, man, that go to these quote unquote black Ivy schools like Howard and Hampton and Morehouse and whatnot, they are the sons and daughters of like a or B list celebrities or black CEOs. And, you know, it, and though it could probably have made, you know, iron sharpening iron mm-hmm. uh, from what I saw there was a lot of pretentiousness that just didn't fit my personal culture. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I chose Jackson State. I see coach Simmons in the in the comment section saying black Republican. Listen, I'm not a Republican at all, man. But uh I, I totally feel you, man. So good, hang around with some good folks, man, because it's good and bad in, in both circles.
0: Uh but I appreciate your show, man. Hey, no, appreciate the call, Jay. All right, guys. I got so I got a lot of members on. So I know if you're a member, you can gonna be like, yo, I, I got listen, I got about three members, all right. So I, that I gotta hit up first. So smash is first. Uh, book. You're next, and then uh, David. You're next, and members, and then Mr. Ford, and then Mr. Crawford. Members, uh, hey, I, hey, smash I you live. Talk to first, me. So smash it first.
3: What up, uh, Scotty, man? First of all, this this topic needs needs one of them in person sit
2: down uh <laughs> round table discussions, especially for people like you, Doc. Uh, Scott, I knew you're going I knew you're gonna get something like this. Simply because you wasn't from an HBCU, Mm -hmm. and I've been trying to like tell you all semester, Doc. Like, if that goes along the line of like you know trying to explain how things work at HBCU, simply because you haven't been to one. Now I must say, people trying to shun you because you didn't go to HBCU and make you feel less than Mm -hmm. is very wrong with them. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, like your, your 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 title, why go to HBCU? Is simply why not? Now you're from the north, and you always say you you diverse, but most HBCUs down south. We come from down south. We look at things different. We we value the reason why HBCUs were founded to educate our people. We're not wanted at the at the PWI. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes off of a person like you from PWI saying it like that, of course you gonna get the well, oh, he don't like uh he don't like uh black people. Remember, like I posted mm-hmm. in the uh in the comment that night, I said I knew it was coming. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of I, I heard it a lot. Like another thing too, like a boy said. Believe it or not, P- HBCUs are broke down into uh, into in classisms too. Like you said, uh, the the uh the Ivory, the 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 Clark's, the Morehouse, and the Spellman of HBCUs versus the South Carolina State, Southern, and You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how they look down on regular HBCUs. And it was a conversation in our Collegiate One Hundred Black Men uh meeting one time about how like when people starting to like get on this HBCU bandwagon, is they always donate money to the 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 the, the, the the ones that that you just gotta know, you gotta know about film, you gotta know about crushing more Why are you not uh donate money to top state? Why are you not donate money to like Virginia Union? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's other HBCUs that really that just don't get the sign. but like um it, it's just a lot, dog. And as far as that fashion stuff thing that you said, that just goes a, a part a part of the culture that we have. You know what I'm saying, Scotty? You may not be from HBCU. We, like look fly, you you rock Jordan. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a part of what goes down at HBCU. But once again, it is wrong of you to, uh, of them to like try to send you that you're not from the HBCU, but I do understand the passion and the grit that comes from somebody who, who would do it versus somebody who was a PWI last thing. PWI uh, uh uh black students be worse. They are way worse. They try to act like <laughs> they don't know what I'm 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 serious, God. I'm talking about I I graduated from an HBCU and I attended a PWI as well, so I can tell you the best of both worlds. The ones like the kids across town at LSU, some of the black uh, kids act like they don't even know what it's like to be black until like we have a Trayvon Martin incident or something. Now they won't rally with us. Nah, and they keep that same energy that you had. Over there, the the, the folks that they don't even want to, you're just a number over there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it comes from a passion, dog, and I really can go in detail, but I'm saving what I really want to say because I'm just trying to get the message across. But Scotty, I'm not on the side of the people who do it, but it's just a passion. You got to know. Why these HBC responding responded for our people, Scotty? As much as people who who go to the PWIs, blacks, uh, to go to PWIs. You're one of us, but don't act like you're not one of us. That's the worst thing you can do. But that's my time, Scotty. In case you want to have any questions, just hit me up, Doc. But it's a real serious topic that I think that is bigger than just like you know why I go to HBCU? It should be why not go to HBCU. But that's my time, Scotty.
0: I appreciate it, Smash. Anytime, man. Appreciate the call. No problem, man. Uh, Let me see, thirteen twenty. Hey, what's up, book? Talk to me. Hey,
2: man. Um, Hey, I just just got a couple of points real quick. Hey, look, on the categories, right? Like the over-categorization, I would just say, I would just ask that sometimes uh, when we talk about these things, we don't over-generalize things and say a black this or a black that, right? Um, Because that's like somebody, like, you know, my father taught me when growing up, like nobody gets to tell me what my black is except for me. Right. So, you know, when I, when I was in, the, um, in, uh, you know, some of the class, I was a kid that got bussed out of the neighborhood to go to, you know, a academic and performing arts program. Right. I wound up at Jackson state, not because it was the school that my parents went to, because I was actually en route to MIT. I wound up at Jackson state because unbeknownst to me at that particular point in time, Jackson state's computer science and mathematics program, was second in the nation to to an Ivy League school, according to the accreditation program that accredited all its peers. You know what I'm saying? So I went to Jackson State because it had an accredited program that was exceptional in the field that I was focused in. It just so happened to be the program of my family. You know, um, so they kind of you know just let's not overgeneralize it, right? Just like people saying black Republican. If if my uh, Goals, desires, and what meets for my particular—you know—how I live my life aligns with the Republican Party in my area. With them, and that's who I'm voting for. <laughs> you know, because we done let too many—we let too many people off with the straight line ticket. That's why nobody has to work for your vote.
0: You know what I'm saying? My, um, my thing, though, so book, it's just that my, my and I and I, I get what you and I and I appreciate the call as always. Um, my thing is this, though, book. And I, and I apologize for the overgeneralization. That's, you know, I, I try not to, but, uh, you know, it's kind of hard when, you, when you're just talking. But I, I'll be more specific. So when it comes to certain individuals that I've spoken to or have addressed me, you know what I'm saying? It, it always goes back to the fact of, but you didn't go to an HBCU. But does that does that make my opinion less like do I not know black issue? Do I not know black issues because I did not go to an HBCU? Does that let that does that make me less intelligent of on black issues? Now for come Absolutely about- not. Absolutely not. And, and so that, that kind of leads me to my second my second point is,
2: you know, let those people issue like my daddy tell me. <laughs> Let that issue be their issue. It's not a us issue until you make it your issue. Like those people that are having those, that that go to that, because that's a that's a telltale sign that they ain't got nothing else under the hood. Um, are the same people that you know have need something to establish a pecking order on. Them. They need something to compare themselves. Man, they gonna have if you you could be sitting in church and you ain't clapping on beat and they got something you know like miss me with that. Mm-hmm. And if you really boil down to it. The people who talking about it to go to ACUC, you see, you know, in like the categories, right? So sometimes we're contradiction ourselves. Sometimes people get to talk and I say, okay, you went to Jackson State, but did you graduate? Because we ain't handing out degrees down there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you know, you just have to peel that back. But let that be a them problem. Man. Um, the other thing, too, is though still, you know, like we talk about HBCUs, what we haven't done. And I'm talking about people who live in and around HBCUs, whether you graduated or not, but you had the program with your family, your blood is that uh, we haven't done a good enough jo- uh, job of telling our story, right? Um, one thing that I heard you say, and no matter what is your opinion, you say, well, hey, I didn't know anything about y'all until, you know, DR game. Well, some of that stuff is our fault, and there ain't nothing wrong with nobody saying that. We got to take a hard look at ourselves and wonder why that is. Anytime somebody say HBCU, the first thing out their mouth for the athlete. You know, there are too many people who have made major contributions to society, to communities, to us as a people, and to, you know, the the country, period, for, you know, the conversation to be revolved around athletes or what some government institution owes us and we ain't got, Mm -hmm. right? When Jackson State was, um, well, before we uh, got our stadium, stadium, you know, they were going through that whole process of let's see how we can get it and monies and whatever. The first thing the governor of Mississippi, Phil Bryant, threw up in our face was, well, let's see what the private sector can do. Let's see what the boosters can do. You know what I'm saying? Before he even offered $1, right? So we got to do a better job of making sure that uh, we do what we can do before anybody, before we look for anything from anybody else. That's just, you know, all the way around. I think the next, you know, the next goes back to, uh, you know, just HBU's period right? So Jackson State comes from Baptist Seminary, right? Baptist Seminary, not just Mississippi. Um, I know that because I paid attention that day in the freshman class. Uh, the um, – <laughs> The uh, you know, but that the point of that is to say is that anytime you say HBCU in some circles, and I'm in the military, so I gotta watch how I say it. But there are African American um officers and professionals who are graduates of other institutions, and when you say HBCU or anything black, it's, it's immediately looked at as less than or spoke upon as less than, right? So, until I you know. Get with them when I was younger, I would have something to say. Mm-hmm. As I got older, I learned that there is no disputing performance, right? Mm-hmm. So you can say what you want to. When I get with you on this performance and I blow you out the water, it ain't got nothing to do with that. And I'm from Jackson State, and I'm walking around with the Jackson State Lanyard, and I'm gonna put my flag up in my office just like you got your whatever that flag is, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel you. I'm gonna spoil my stuff, bro. Uh, my last little thing, and I'm gonna let you ride, man, is um. You know, like we talked about HBCU second to none. Now I got some, you know, some family members out there say, hey, you can go whatever school you want to, but only X institutions get my money. And they mean it from their heart and soul. Um, we kind of don't need to do that. We need to set it to where, as like I said before, I want you to go to the school that aligns to whatever you want to go to. If you want to be a performance art major, Jackson State ain't the place for you because they don't have, uh, you know, a, a notable performance art department, even though they have it go to the schools that have the, the uh, department that you need, and accredited degrees, just understand that if all things are equal, there are some schools in there with some people that look like you, and just because somebody looks like you doesn't mean that they are performing less than the standard. They're probably above it, but you got to give them an actual shot, right? So, the, you know, so self-affirmation is a mug, man. Hey, uh, when you man. see somebody who looks like you doing something above the standard, it means something. It it determines how how you think about you. And we just gotta understand what that really means. I appreciate it. I know it
0: took a lot of time. No, no problem, but appreciate the call, man. All right now. Uh who's up next? 7428. Hey, what's up, David? Talk to me.
2: What's going on, man? How y'all doing? How you doing tonight, bro?
0: I'm doing good. Talk to me. Oh
2: man, I'm gonna tell you like this, bro. Um so I know how you feel as far as, you know, when people question you, why you didn't go to an HBCU and say you went to a PWI. So I graduated from Cedar Hill back in 1997, where it was still all, you know, predominantly white. Um, I chose Jackson State uh, to be different because I had cousins that went to rambling. I had a cousin with the uh, FAMU and I had another cousin with the Alcorn uh played football. Um, I went to Jackson State. Like I said, I wanted to be different. I wanna be different from everybody else. And uh, you know, being at Jackson basically like being at Jackson basically taught me like, you know, being life lessons, bro. You know, how to how to overcome a struggle, how to basically be your own person, be your own man, and um, you know, Got you through that course, cause when you get out to the real world, you know the real world, not gonna. They they don't care what school you went to. They want to know if you actually, if you are able to be a productive citizen. And so, I uh, went to Jackson State for for a few years, and then I left to come back home to help my grandmother out. And so I stayed out of school for a couple of years, and I went to Stephen F. Austin in 2006. So. uh, and I can tell you, uh, when I was at Stephen F. Austin, the first person who kind of hit me up was he's in the chat right now, is Quinn. And um, you know, me and him, we always talked about like he asked me like, how was it when you went to that state? I told him like, you know, I'm telling the truth. Hey, we had our struggles, but you know, we made the best out of our out of our struggles. You know, we we don't. Consider you know, people consider us a party school and stuff like that, but I don't think I don't think we were a party school because we we were so focused on getting our education that once we finished, you know what I'm saying, once the week was over with, like, we let all that staying out during football season and stuff like that, and we could go party. Uh I used to have people come to me when I was at SFA like uh, I don't think you learned anything while you was at Jackson State and I'm I beg to differ because I'm like I know more than what you you know, what you really think you do, what what you really think you know about. Uh, it just you know, just like in general. So um when I left to go back to Jackson State, to Jackson State back in oh nine, I'm you know, it, it it dawned on me like I'm efficient to be with any type of people, black, white, Hispanic, you know what I'm saying, uh, dealing with people from different parts of the country and just instead of being in your own backyard. Um, I feel like um, going to an HBCU, you, like I said, it, it's going to be, it's, it's life-changing, and you'll learn more about life going to an HBCU. Um, I, like my niece, I got a niece. She wants to go to Prairie View when she graduated next year. Uh, I'm not going to force her to go to Jack State, but, you know, she has an eye set on Prairie View. So, you know, I, I'm the type of parent, uncle, you know, that wherever they go to school at, my, my, my niece and nephew go to school at, and my kids, I'm going to support them 100% uh all can't right let them david, know, baby, like, david
0: david okay don't listen, don't listen, let don't let nobody judge you david listen all right appreciate the appreciate the biography all right appreciate the call whoo jesus that that was that, wow okay hey calling you live talk to me hey Scotty. how you doing good talk to me
2: all right so i want i want to put my educational hat on today and you know you gotta qualify yourself for black people so uh I'm not a doctor. I'm a year away. Uh, my dissertation topic at the University of Iowa was the exclusion of Africans, the United States soccer, and I proved that uh, soccer came from Africa, went to Brazil, through enslavement, started by the Catholic Church, and uh, spread throughout the world. But uh, I just want to qualify myself on the things I'm about to say. Go ahead. talk uh, about- So first of all, Scotty, I definitely agree with you. I'm from up north, too. And, you know, like most people up north, it's a melting pot. But black people know that the only people who mess with you is black people. So I had a similar experience. Uh, I went to Duquesne University out of high school. I graduated high school early, so I took a scholarship there. It was racist. So my mom went to a t So I transferred to A&T. Uh, she grew up in North Carolina. So I was not aware of the ignorance. I uh, like the people from the south. Like they think black people from up north. It's aliens of some sort. <laughs> but uh you know they'll, they'll ask you the dumb that's, questions that's like do so y'all facts. eat this, eat that but they don't that know it's so a chicken facts. spot on every corner, you know what that I'm is saying? so fact. So I'm down there and not only did the dressing up, now this is A and T, the biggest black college. Uh I graduated from North Carolina Central, but I'ma explain that uh the biggest black college. So I'm running the people, I'm playing football. And I didn't know you had to dress up like that because I come from a white school. So I got people on the team telling me I wear my grades too much. Uh, just regular people. And I grew up in the projects, but I got an accent from up north. So people trying me. Oh, you sound white, so I'm getting in fights. So I end up, you know, knocking somebody out and transferred to North Carolina Central. And then when I got there, I really saw it because I, I joined the fraternity and I found out that if you... Jonah for fraternity in undergrad is quote-unquote better at a black school, and a black school is tougher. So I used to go go places and, and, and mess people's heads up, and they'd be like, where I'm from? Like, yeah, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. When well, I walk around the corner, this is before I got, you know, hits or whatever, I was a neo, because uh, once I got hits, they saw my chapter, so no one would bother me. But yeah. so many people, Scotty, I done uh, roughed up, took their clothes, ripped their shirts up, came back with, Uh, memorabilia just because they thought because they went to a black school they tougher than someone else and this is in the fraternity life Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. now i'm getting to the point where i had to qualify my education um it's ignorance on both sides due to cognitive dissonance and the reason i talk about my doctoral uh degree or doctoral studies is because in that i learned the reason both sides north and south suffer from the cognitive dissonance is we, will, we look at the world through a false lens when these uh, fictional Abrahamic religions was beaten to our ancestors. That kind of warped our minds. So, like, if everybody can take, for example, the movie Gangs of New York, um, it's a cataculture, a cataculture of culture where, you know, the uh, protagonist Bill or antagonist uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's villain was an English man. Cause it was an English country, the English Deceited from England and the, uh, the, uh, the uh, Italians, the Jewish people, the uh, especially the, the uh, Irish people who called Negroes of Europe, didn't have their "quote unquote" white hegemony. So they weren't considered like white. So they had they was fighting or whatever. Then every every group separated, and they had uh, since they were all European, they could use the same religion, but they separated amongst themselves. Then they got that hegemony. We have never done that, so we think the white ice is colder in every situation. Where you know, um, we have black people go to uh, HBCUs, and they think you know, people that go to the uh, PWIs are sellouts, and you got black people to go to PWIs, mm-hmm. got the Oreos, you know, black on the outside, yeah, white on white the inside. On inside yeah, um, you know, I have people tell me that the uh, like I said, I want to I graduated from North Carolina Central, and it's in right in between Duke in UNC Chapel Hill. So, and then the people, at, the black people at PWIs always have guilt because they feel bad. Like at Duke, on 10:40 break, they pay all that money to go to Duke. The black people have a tree they stand under. It's called the Black Tree. So on Wednesdays, at you know, on uh, Black Schools, they serve chicken. So on Chicken Day at North Carolina Central, it'll be everybody there. And then you got the basketball players from Duke in there. Wow! Basketball players from UNC Chapel Hill is wow. ten minutes up the street you know they know where it's at and they are accept it you know where they at but the reason they are so, so let again, me ask you this so let,
0: let me ask you this let me, let me ask you this uh because I know I know you probably went it real deep in a lot of people you know if you haven't seen gangs in New York you know what I'm saying they, they probably you probably lost them at gangs in New York if you haven't seen the movie but yeah. My thing is this I'm going to ask you this Coach Sharp why is it that and is it, and it's going back to what you initially said about you know when you went down to North Carolina Central and you went down to North Carolina TNT why is it that they look like black people have such a, a disdain? I don't want. I, I don't want to generalize. Why? Why do you find individuals within HBCUs that have such a disdain for other blacks that did not attend other HBC? That that's my biggest issue. And maybe I didn't title it the right way, but that's my biggest issue is because you got to understand what Dion brings outside eyes like outside the culture eyes so you're going Mm -hmm. to get this influx of people that have never either heard about HBCUs never thought about attending an HBCU and they just want to be a part of what's going on but it's so much shunning from the people that are in the culture from the outside people that are trying to get in that it's just like it makes you to me it's like what why like that's my biggest issue is like why you know what I'm saying
2: so I can answer that, and I can answer it with me at and swack hours. Like I said, I graduated from North Carolina Central. I started uh, grad school at Grambling, GA in there, coaching there. I coached at Mississippi Valley as well. So I, I have SWAC hours. It's a slave mentality. The biggest thing is the people from the South think uh, differently about the people from the North, like they left them or something like like you're less than. Like I said, my experience and your experiences, is from the, everybody up north know that no other race is messing with them. It's blatant racism. But people in the South think their experience trumps black people's experiences from other parts of the country. And since they're not from the South, like I said, very the, the SWAT is a micro impression of the South. And the South feels you know, they're bigger, tougher, and badder. But like you said, People up north living on top of each other in apartment buildings. I've been jumped, stabbed before I went to college. Um, I I used to laugh at the folks. They be trying to act tough and hard. Their parents pick them up in an SUV. I took the Greyhound to school. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's just a mentality. It's a mindset. And again, it's warped due to a cognitive dissonance. You know, seeing something you think you are, but you're really not, and that's due to the false religion that was beaten to us. And like I said, that's from a terminal degree level, not some street corner, not YouTube. I can give you references, I sat in school and it wasn't my attention to learn this, but it happened. And then when you look at it, Scotty, if you look at how like, black people in the South have disdain, and like I said, you, you, know, you know the crazy questions they ask, well, do y'all eat this? Do y'all eat grit? Do y'all eat fried chicken? And I always tell them, man, we got the same boats. My people just ran. <laughs> you know, they got like, it's a different country. You know what I'm
0: saying?
2: Yeah. But, hey, culture, I got to let you go, man. The culture, the food is the same, everything. But they don't understand that because the South is very insulated. Like most people say the South, like up north is 2021. And the South is still in the 80, like 85 or 1990 <laughs> because of the mentality. Like when I was, I'll I tell you something, Scotty, when, the, when I was like grambling, I was sitting I was sitting on a plot with the bruh and one of the brothers, and I looked at him, I thought he was playing. He was like, uh, man, uh the South starts in South Carolina. I said, why? He said, that's where the SEC starts. And I was like, yo, Baltimore was a slave state. Baltimore is the South. Maryland is the South. No, the South starts in South Carolina. Like, I'm like, they they don't think uh Maryland and DC or Virginia, Virginia is the is, South. Yeah, it is the South. Like there's a lot of people in the, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I, so, man, like me, I
0: said, this a mindset,
2: and you know that, you know that too, because you' from up north, and you know the crazy stuff they ask you. Like I said, and you black too.
0: Yeah, it is what it is. but hey, appreciate the call, Coach Art. No problem. All right, let me get to.
2: Like
0: I said, hey, what's up, Ron? Too. Talk to me. Hey, a Take it now. You yeah. You. yeah. Okay, I'm trying to.
2: Yeah, man, this is an interesting discussion. So I'm gonna give you a little brief. Um, I'm my little brief journey. Um, I started at Alabama and um stayed up there for um a semester, crabbed the band, did all that, you know, marching the magic city classes, did the whole fall thing. Got home sick, or really love sick. I was, you know, chasing a girl back in Birmingham. So I had to come back to Birmingham. <laughs> started attending UAB, actually graduated from UAB. So started at Alabama and um, had that experience and then I actually ended up graduated from UAB and um there's fraternity at UAB, and interestingly enough, um, um, my fraternity chapter in Birmingham at UAB, you know, some of the girls in the chapter had the mindset, okay, well, you come from a black school, so you think it's easy. So, you know, they had a chip on their shoulder just concerning the pledge process. Um, and another point I was thinking about, too, Scotty, is have so you ever noticed this? Like, I'm in Alabama, and you have a lot of Alabama fans. Alabama fans never are exclusive. They embrace everybody. Have Alabama
0: fans ever been to the state of Tuscaloosa Have they ever been to the University I, of Alabama? I, man, I got, got Alabama of friends, of yeah, I got Alabama yeah, fans. I got Alabama fans from the state of Washington. Like, the state of Washington. Like, bro, you have never even stepped foot in Alabama, <laughs> but you got roll-tied on. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Exactly. Exactly. And that's my point.
2: But HBCUs tend to be more exclusive. Some some. Some alumni of H- um, HBCUs tend to be exclusive. And I've always wondered about that because I caught a little bit, even though for the most part, once I graduated once I graduated from UAB, my heart was always with a and I never really connected to UAB outside of my fraternity chapter. All my connections, all my emotions, all my money is with A&M, um, even though I didn't graduate I'm from A&M. But some of the people at A&M did did kind of like had a shine thing, like why you left us and went to being regulators? Why did you do that? You know, so I think it's, um just to kick it back off of what you said, a PWI is going to do that. They expand and they dominate and they embrace all. They said, come be a fan, I mean, come cheer for us, come bring us money, come hang with us. And sometimes for agencies, we can exclusive. As far as my kids are concerned, um, um I'm gonna let my kids choose to go in I'm gonna let them make that choice for themselves, you know. Um, I don't have a problem with them attending the HBCU. I don't have a problem with them attending a PWI. And as far as I'm concerned, if I had to be honest, if I had to be totally honest, um I wish I had stayed at AM. I wish I would have graduated from AM because I think this is the difference. I think once you get older, I think you you appreciate the experience. In the connection of being at an at HBCU. I think there's another difference, too. My connections at UAB primarily is with a smaller circle and is with my fraternity. I think at a HBCU, you connect to the whole school, mm-hmm. the whole culture. And, and I also think you have lifelong friends. I like it's that. Lifelong relationships. I like that. It's life. And, I think, and I think that's the difference, because I had a brother who was two years behind me. He also went to Anna and At the time in his life, had a full paid scholarship got a degree from AM, played in ANM did the whole HBCU experience and his 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 connections back to AM and and his lifelong friendships are richer and deeper
3: i like and, that
2: and so i think if i had to do it all over again i will be one of those people that fit into the category if i had to do it all over again i would stay the difference is i had a single mom Scotty I was a mama's boy, and she allowed me to come at home. If I would have had a dad at home, he probably would have put his feet in my behind and said, boy, I think he up at school. If I'd have had somebody to push me, or if I'd have had somebody to hold me accountable, I think I would have stayed up there, and I would have you know, I would have toughed it out. So, um, you know, so that's why I say HBCU. I think the lifelong connections, and then, most of my, and then most of the people I know personally who are successful are HBCU grads, if I just had to be honest I just think if, if I just look at my overall scope Mm -hmm. and circle, Mm -hmm. I think, I think most of them have the most success and they have the most, um, they have the most confidence and, um, and they have the, um, they have a good sense of self and, um, and, that's really my take on it. So, you know, I did the whole thing. I did the, I started in. I graduated from PWI, but if I had to do it all over again, I definitely would appreciate them.
0: Hey, appreciate the insight, Ron. That was, that was some good points. I like that. <laughs> I
2: hey, what's, what's up, you Talk is, to uh, me. Hey, what's good, my man? What's up? Hey, so... Hey, one. I would like to say I appreciate you having this conversation because there's going to be a 16, 17, 18 year old kid who's going to be uh, making the decision to going to college, and he's going to need have these same thoughts and uh, uh, about where to go to school and reserved. Uh, so, thank you for having this conversation. No problem. Uh, so, so I was I would start out by this, man. I am I am uh, I am I'm a graduate of a PWI. I have uh, Seven uh seven of my family members are P V alumni and I have one Alconite. So I'm the sellout of the group. So uh, but I remember the moment that I made my decision. I had a cousin who was a year older than me. I called down, I'm like, Hey, hey Kim folk, how's everything going down the P V? Bruh, man, they just beat a kid down with the baseball bat Ooh. in the middle of the student center. Man, they hooded down here. I was like, Oh well, you know what? It is a PWI for me.
1: No, 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 no. but but real real talk. But, but
2: real talk, man. Um, If I did it all over again, I would not have done a rash decision because here's here's the reason why. Uh, My my mother, she gave me uh, she put this installed in my head. You know, get from small town, get out, get out of uh, your small town, get out of the hood. Do uh, go go somewhere, and basically, uh, so in my thought process, I connected one and two was uh, me going to in that 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 snap my 18 year old uh, mindset was me going uh, to there to PV with my cousin, and that situation just happened was was not taking me outside of my current situation, which that is a false narrative. Now the reason uh, I would say there's people, places, and things. No matter where you go, if you go to a PWI, if you go to a uh, uh, HBCU, or wherever you go, if you hang around the same people, you, you uh, go around the same places, you're gonna start doing the same things. So that that's not,
4: so that that does nothing to do with what college that you go to. Um,
2: I would say this: uh, me being at uh, a PWI, we had to carve out our culture. Within uh, the PWI, mm. I know a lot of people are like, man, y'all, y- y'all on y'all hot on HBCU now uh, because uh, uh, what happened with George Floyd? Well, I'm from Texas, where George Floyd is at, uh, from Houston area, and so I mean, but it's not saying that we're riding on the bandwagon. It's one of those things where I rather put uh, um, because I'm in a position, a financial position. I can support uh, my HBCUs
4: mm-hmm. uh,
2: that, because at the time, you know, there was, uh, and I guess try to rectify that mistake. I wouldn't say mistake because it got, everything's happened for a reason. And so that's for kids out there, they just need to know that it's, uh, you know, it's okay to go to an HBCU. And I, I would say, uh, I would say as far as, uh, I know a lot of people talk about frats and fraternities. And there, there is a that's crucial activity uh, that that you're talking about, man. Because each time when I go to, like, I, like at the PWI I was at, you know, there is a fraternity there, and uh, basically a there was a situation where a brother got in trouble and had to go on a year of parole for doing a basic probation show. When I say uh, because it's our our culture that when you cross the line, you know, you go out you. Uh, the Omega Psi 5 brother, just by slapping uh, the brother's back, hyping him up, this brother had to stand trial for uh, for hazing because a Caucasian uh, person said, oh, man, I see that. It happened in daylight. He hit him, and that brother uh, had to start out his uh, non-college career uh, with the year probation. Uh, and uh, so that's, that's kind of things uh, that you do have to fight at PWI. But on the opposite side of that, you go to, uh, we'll start Prayer View. I remember uh, we, we had a, a fraternity, a nun, uh, Divine Nine, National Panhellenic Fraternity. You go there, and we were uh, starting a start chapter at Prayer View. Now, they, each time we was in a meeting with the administration, they would address us as a non-black letter Greek organization. I'm like, well, we got Greek, we got a non-Greek organization. Well, we got Greek letters in the name. Well, here you're you're non-Greek, and so it's it's kind of that
4: exclusive. What about the white and Latino? Uh, All right, you, or, you got, know, we got to, wrap, to, it up. to we gotta wrap it up. Got to wrap it up. Got to wrap it up.
0: Got to wrap it up. Got to wrap it up. Because a lot of people on the call line. Got to wrap it up. I got it.
2: So, but. But yeah, man. So there is a uh, there is two types of exclusive. there is exclusive and also uh, when guys who are um, uh, compete well. Well, I'm gonna just uh, go ahead and hold that thought, man. So and uh, man, appreciate for let me put that out there, man. Hey, no Take
3: problem,
0: care. Q. Appreciate it. Woo! L- listen, man. Listen, man. Y'all, listen. I listen. I get that you guys are talkers. All right. There's a lot of people on the call lines. All right. Yeah, I'm about to I'm about to get a timer going because y'all Bamas. Y'all bamas is killing me with the with the with the biographies. All right. It, listen, hit it and quit it, okay?
1: Hit it and quit it.
0: All right. Let me let me try to get this. Let me try to get this timer going. Because y'all was about to work my last nerve. All right. Let me see what I can do here. Let me get a I gotta get a timer going with y'all. Bambas. All right, let me see. I'm gonna get this right. Uh, how I'm gonna do this. How I'm gonna do this. Boom. Boom. Uh, All right. All right. So I'm gonna get a timer. I'm I'm about to I'm gonna start putting y'all bamas on timers, man. Cause y'all bamas boy. Y'all out here acting like like we just got like it's a Saturday night. Like Bamas don't got work in the morning. Like, you know, I don't got work in the morning, but God. Oh, y'all, Bamas is too much. All right, let me. I'm gonna let Mr. Ford go because he's usually long winded before I hit this timer up. Hey, what's up, Mr. Ford? Talk to me. You know, I listen. Okay, I'm gonna
5: try not to go over limit. You, 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 no, got I'm, gonna a topic you I'm gonna let you, I'm you, gonna you let know you, this is a big,
0: time. I'm gonna let you rock. Okay. Everybody else behind you okay. is gonna get put on the timer, but okay. you good. Okay, let,
5: let – okay, you guy who talked about um the Gangs of New York. The thesis of the Gangs of New York, that movie was, America was a Protestant nation. The the, uh, Irish who were coming in, they were Catholics. But one of the things that happened, and and the nativists, they were Protestants. They were waging, you know, they were fighting against the Catholics. But here's the thing that y'all need to understand. The Protestants are the Irish and the Natives got together during something called the New York Draft Riots and went out and killed black people. Even though they were enemies, they came together to kill our people. All you got to do is look up the New York Draft Riots. I have really called to talk football tonight. And let me tell you, I listened to your boy today. Uh, he had me so excited. Uh, Blue was on. Blue was on. Before I, got, um, before I got on here with you, he was talking about about five kids who are interested in Florida and one of the kids I've seen him, he was at uh Georgia tech. His name is Jordan Yates. I think Jordan would be great. He also talked about a kid that's at, uh, he was at uh South Alabama. He was talking about the kid is from Griffin, Georgia. He was talking about that kid is, um, interested in, uh, Florida and M, but I, I was just so happy. But listen, this topic tonight is so heavy. Um, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to hit it and quit it, like you and James Brown say, hit it and quit it. Listen, my granddaddy told me when I was a little boy that white people were waging, that white people hated us, and that they were waging a war against us. And I went to, like, I was like you, Scotty. I went to a school that was 70% white. I went to high school that was 70% white, 30% black. After I got out of that school, I didn't want another white teacher. And that's why, well, I actually wanted to go to Florida A&M. All my friends were going to Florida A&M. My mother said, no, you're not going to Florida A&M because you're not going to do nothing down there with all them folks. And basically she picked for me uh, Clark, at that time it was called Clark College and Hampton Institute. And out of the two, I chose Clark, which was a great move for me. Scotty, for me, I I, uh, I couldn't be on a big campus. I needed to be at a small school Mm -hmm. in small classes, Clark was the exact uh, place for me. And I want to say this to your callers. Yeah, I got my undergraduate at Clark. I met up with people from uh, Emory. I met up with people from the University of Georgia, Auburn. Let me tell you something. I schooled them. It's stuff that I know, because let me just tell y'all something. There are some professors on the, on the black college campuses. baby. they can't teach nowhere but on the black college campus because the knowledge that they're giving you, the white people would see it as offensive. They don't mm. want them. They don't want you learning that kind of stuff. That's real. And I'm just telling you now that I have ran I have ran up on people from from uh, Scott, uh, Scotty from Emory. They can't tell me nothing. I'm saying they uh, they can't tell me nothing. I can blow them out the water because I got some knowledge that they don't know nothing about. And so Scott, I ain't gonna hold you. I know you this is a great topic. I'm just enjoying it. But I'm just telling you, Scotty, I didn't want to go to school. I was through with going to school with people who hated me and who have waged war on my ancestors for four hundred years. Have a great Oh, by the way, Scotty, somebody put in your chat, they said that
0: Prayer view named the coach. Is that true? Oh I, no, because everybody else would have been. It, it would. It wouldn't have just been one person, Mister Four. I would have cut this whole conversation short, and I would have. Oh. <laughs> we would have went right to football. So, <laughs> nah, it would have. Nah, well,
5: Listen, the other thing somebody put in the, in, the, in your chat and say that Howard University is trash. That's a lie. The biggest problem at, at Howard University is, is the problem that most of our black schools. They don't have a good administration. They have this guy that named Wayne R. Frederick. He's been a total disaster. Like you say, he's been trash. And they need to get him gone and bring that school back up to uh, par like it's been. Because let me tell you something. If I've studied Howard University's uh, history, Guys, let me tell you something. That's one of the greatest schools in, in the world. You have look at look at the people that came out of Howard University. Look at look at their alumni list from law to medicine to uh, um, uh, the people that they put in Hollywood. Listen, the biggest problem at Harvard University they need a new president and a new board. Listen, have a good night. I, I'm not going to take them
0: on time. Have a good night. Hey, no problem, Mister Ford. Listen. Okay. All right, listen, this is what we're gonna do. I like I like what Bryce talking about. Listen, if you hitting, if you hitting, right? You got a five. I'm giving everybody five minutes. I know my girl's like, hell freaking EA. He back time to Use this timer. She over there staring at me like she like, Oh, I done told you. So I right, listen, I'm gonna give you a five-minute timer. If you hitting, if everybody in the comments thinks you hitting, do what Mr. Bryce doing, hit him with a plus ten. All right, give him a couple seconds, you know, let him run over a little bit if they good. If they not give them, hit them with the brooms. We if they not hitting, just hit them with the hit me in the comments with the brooms, and I'm gonna get them up out of here. All right, that's how we gonna do it from here on out. Cause y'all band must be out here just y'all just think it's out here like 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 it's like I'm Oprah Winfrey or something like like I'm Dr. Phil. I'm not Dr. Phil. Okay, look, like, come on, man, you gotta. All right, let's let's get this going. All right, let's get this going. If there's a member, if there's a member on here currently, I don't see any members currently. Uh, but I think I think. Is this Dr. Wilson? Hey, it is. What's up, doctor? You know, I'm going to let you ride because you done hooked your boy up. You done hooked your boy up, so I got to
1: let you ride. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you for the gear. You see me rocking that. I love this hat. Now, this hat is official, okay? This hat is official. Appreciate you.
1: Well, I'm so glad that you were able to receive it. I mean, I sent that stuff. I mean, the post office is trash, isn't it? Oh I
0: man,
1: Nail mail. About a month ago, so I'm glad that you were able to give it. But I wanted to call in um, to tell you thank you so much for the shout out, but also give some perspective of your uh, of your topic. Go ahead. I think it's great. I'm so glad that you put it out there. I apologize to you if you had that experience. No, not all HBCUs are alike. I went to two HBCUs, undergrad was FAMU, and my uh, medical school was the HBCU, Meharry, and then I went to two um, PWIs. Now, for me, especially FAMU, I was, went there when I was 17 years, years of age, in the 80s. It molded me. It, that school, FAMU, made me the woman that I am today. Because I got there, I was 17. My father did not want me to go to university, but we were all ratless in our family. Mm-hmm. So I went and it was able to mold me to be proud of being black and see other black people that had excellence. And so that's why I went to an HBCU and FanU, particularly, because that's what it gave to me. And it allowed me to see other black people that was smart like me. And he was smarter.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And it gave me the opportunity to see that because when I, my father was military and I went to a white high school and all the um, honor classes um, that I had, I was taking, I was only black person in there. And I'm going to tell you the truth, Scotty. White people don't know what to say to black folks. Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> so most of the time, most of the time they say the wrong damn thing. And I want, I, 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 I can't even explain to you all, all the offensive stuff that I took being in all these white environments. And it happened, you know, I, you know, after I finished medical school and went, did my residency, and I was the only black doctor up in there, they don't know what to say to black people. And, so, so, and they always say the wrong damn thing. So it's best for you to be molded in your ethnicity and um and the the greatness of our race initially, so you can have that. What is the full armor of God on? Because they're gonna say some crazy shit to you, and <laughs> you didn't hold have on. that. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, if you don't have that <laughs> final foundation, you want you'll be angry all the time. Hold on, Doc.
0: Nah, hold on, Doc. Nah. If you Did didn't you have just... Did you just say the full armor guy? <laughs> and then you say they say some shit to you like, "Oh, you can't, you can't put those in the same." <laughs> <city.">
1: <laughs> I'm just saying that's what Sam <laughs> you allowed me to figure out who oh, I was
4: funny.
1: and how important I was, and gave me the love that I needed. So when I went out there and became into these uh, all these white spaces that I'm in now, I have that foundation. And so what I'm saying is that I think that the first call that you had that said that why not, that is the question. And, you know, I want to encourage you. I think you're awesome. And I think, you know, uh, Miss Miss Oscar is awesome, too. I want y'all to think about that. And when you want to come to Tallahassee, you need to let me know. I surely would, I'm going to not- set it out for you so y'all can see what HBCU grad will do, alumni will do, and will give you the honor that you deserve and treat you like you want a part of the family. That's what's, hey,
0: Doc before I let you go, before I let you go, I got two things. One, I, I don't know if you saw the beginning where I said, you know, if, if you want to know what a booster mm-hmm. looks like for a YouTuber. Definitely, definitely shout out to Dr. Lloyd. I'm telling you guys, if y'all would have seen this gift package, I mean, she had all type of stuff in there. I was like, man, listen, if if buying a person was an image, Dr. Lloyd Wilson, you set the standard. And then the, and then the next because, you know, I got my national bandwagon signing day, January 3rd. So, listen, you know, your you was definitely in the running, mm-hmm. definitely in the running. Uh, but, Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, but 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 I'm serious. So let me know. And um, if when y'all want to come to Tallahassee, we'll do something for you. To, uh, we'll get it straight for y'all, so y'all can have a good time. No
0: problem. Last question before somebody asks: He said, "What did you have to overcome being a black woman in the medical field?" Somebody had that question for you.
1: Oh gosh, so much. Just stupid questions. Like um, I remember I was doing my first rotation in oral surgery, and um, it was over at um, I did my residency in Miami. And um, I was at University of Miami Medical School Mm -hmm. and was at Jackson Memorial Hospital. And I remember I was doing my first rotation as a new graduated doctor and I was in the residence room, um, you know, where all the residents would come in and all of them were white men. And I remember one of the residents, he was a second year, he told me, yeah, um, yeah, um, Dr. Wilson, if you're going to get you a black man, you need to make sure you get a good one, because you'll see from here, all of them got AIDS. Whoa. Told me that. And so at the time, I'm not the woman, I mean, I was young doctor, not the season one, that I am now, I didn't know what to say, so I didn't say nothing. And I, but I knew that shit wasn't true because I, you know, what I had an experience with being around other black people and I remember that. And there's so much, like I said, they don't know what to say to us. So sometimes they say the wrong damn thing. And I'm just so glad I had that foundation from Sam, you, and Harry that built my character and understand that, you know, in some situations, sometimes it's best not to say anything until you can figure out what you're going to do or what you're going to say. But he said that to me, like it was something that I should know.
0: That's crazy. And
1: and, and guess what? My, guess what? My daddy black, my brother's black, my nephews are black, but they supposed to all be HIV positive. So all I'm saying, some things that are said in these little circles about black people that you're not privy to you best have a good foundation of where you who you are where you come from because you will be messed up and that's the truth of the matter that's real doc hey
0: appreciate the call doc and uh <laughs> hey okay you, you got nothing but love on this side nothing but i'm telling you my girl freaking <laughs> loves her keychain she love her shirt she, she's absolutely loving it okay. but nothing but love over here thank you so much dr wilson
1: Hey, hey, don't forget I was saying that I had one, to, you know, I want to do my membership and I wanted to sponsor a few uh if, if somebody want to be a member of your um product, I want to sponsor someone too.
0: Oh, that's what's up. Hey, listen, listen up very closely. If you want to be a sponsor by Dr. Lori, <laughs> well, I'm telling you the, the girl, listen, she's a real one. All right. So
1: listen, I, listen,
0: I okay, I want right, on, okay, hold, on hold on before <laughs> you go. No, 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 go, no, go. No, 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 no. You are you, you gone? You here? Oh no, I'm still here. Okay. I, I, all right, listen, because I got some people in the comments. They want to know, are you married?
1: <laughs> why do you want know my personal business? Uh, this is why know, listen, you No, I'm not married. I'm not married. I, I am happily divorced. Ha- happily? She said she is happily divorced. Listen. <laughs>
0: You better take your butt down to the, let me see what the what address is, Three thirty fifty McGee Road, Montgomery, Alabama. Y'all better go no, get you one. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <laughs> you better go get your teeth that's clean that's and that's then go that's get, that's get that's you that's one. That's All right? right, go get you a nice, fam, you educated, graduated woman. Thank you so much, Dr. Wilson. Okay,
1: all right, okay, all right cool, bye bye.
0: Bye. listen, boy. Y'all, listen, I'm trying to help y'all out, man. I'm trying to help y'all out, boy. Y'all better take your butt down to Montgomery, get y'all, get your teeth clean, and get you a dot You yeah. <laughs> you see, Urban, he said, I'm on my way. Y'all better go get you one. Y'all better listen. Y'all better go get you one. All right, you better go get you one. Hey, Carly, you lie. Talk to me. Hey, what's going on with you, Scotty? This what's, is Ty from the DMV. What you did? I'm out of lane now. Good with
3: me. All right, I'm
0: about to put the timer on you, so you better get it going. Let's get it. Hit it.
3: Nah, you're good, man. I'm gonna hit it and quit it. So I'm a proud Hamptonian. Went to Hampton University. Um, I'll say a few things. I don't often call in on the show, but this was um, a topic that's near and dear to my heart. A few of the reasons that I think students should go to HBCUs. Um, one, it's just an opportunity for you to be. Around your people. So I, I often say that there are no black students at HBCUs. And clearly, there's black students at HBCUs. But what I mean by that is you really have an opportunity where you can do more than your blackness, right? So my wife, she went to uh, Cornell University, to Ivy League School in upstate New York. And I feel like every day they were fighting for their blackness. Like they had to be black 24 7 mm. at Hampton because everybody was black, it freed me to be all of the other things that I was. It gave me an opportunity to not just focus on being blackity black all the time because everybody was black. You know, what I tell students when I talk to them is if you're six foot eight, people naturally assume you're going to play basketball. But if you go to a school where everybody's six foot eight, then they don't have that same expectation of you. Maybe you want to be a painter. Maybe you want to be an engineer, but it frees you to be able to be more and just the color of your skin. Um, secondly, and then I'll leave, I met my lifelong friends while I was at Hampton. In fact, they just left my house yesterday. Every year we get together and we have a, a Friendsgiving. Um, so people flew in from New York, uh, from D.C., because I'm in Atlanta now, from North Carolina. Um, one of my friends lives in Hong Kong right oh, wow. came in. But these were people that I met over 20 years ago. Our kids are like cousins. And they call all my friends, auntie and uncles. And that's just something that I don't see from, from my wife. She doesn't have those same types of connections mm. um, at her traditional white institution that she attended. And I call it traditionally white because it's by design. When we say predominantly white, sometimes that can just make it seem like it happened that way. But these schools are white by design. It's a feature of how the schools were designed. It's not by happenstance. Uh, but that's it, man. I love my HBCUs. We ride for one another. Um, we might tease somebody every once in a while. I got all the jokes for Howard University, but if you start coming for them, we form like Voltron and we get it together. So um, I love my HBCUs, let me, let me, all 105 of them. Let me ask and, you a quick uh, question. Uh, let me, hold on. Yeah, let me yeah, ask yeah. you a
0: quick, quick question. So, how, you know, when you compare your um, your 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 experience with your wife's experience what what are some of the big differences i mean outside because i know you said the lifelong friends but there are there things that your wife discussed like hey i wish i would have done at my school or hey i wish you know this would have happened when i was there
3: oh absolutely right If, if she was up here right now i'd ask her how many times she's been to homecoming at cornell Never. Mm. How many times has she been to Hampton Homecoming? Every year. In fact, she'll go to Homecoming without me. When she gets on the yard, she got her own group of friends that don't have nothing to do with me. They think she went to Hampton.
0: That's real. That's real. I, I can rock with that. I can rock with that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did, I think it, did it close out on me? My bad, Mr. T- I think that I don't know if that was me or you. I don't know if that was me or you. But uh, I got a lot of people on the call line, so listen. This timer is about to be ticking away. All right, I'm setting y'all Bama's up. Uh, let me see. Hey, calling you live. Talk to me.
2: Yo, what's up, Scotty man? It's Chris man. Talk to um,
0: me.
2: It's been a, it's been a minute since I uh, called into your show. But anyway, man, I just want to give you the uh, the 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 real PWI perspective. Um, I graduated from the University of Mississippi. I have both my uh, my my best and my masters from there, but um I just want to say man like you know if you if you went to a PWI and you got discriminated against I'm sorry you know uh that's too bad but you know not all of them are black and um you know I I like I like what uh Dion is doing out at Jackson State and um you know the way he's taking this program where where HBCUs have come up and where they will continue to come up with um, come up is is big as far as you know, just like the recruiting and, and everything like that. But um, but but on the real side, like you know, going to a PWI and and, and graduating from a PWI, I done seen the handshakes go from a hundred dollars to a thousand dollars to those recruits. And this is this is this is this is nil nil is a new thing. But college college sports and professional professional sports has been the same to me for a long time. Um, I really can't see the difference. I mean, the only difference is, you know, you go some going to class and some in and, and, and the NFL they not, but you got to compete. And the only way that I feel like you know HBCUs can really get on that level and compete, man, is just like fam, you went to the to the uh, to the NCAA uh, playoffs in, in football and stuff like that. Like you know, I feel like the celebration bowl should be cut out and and uh and all whoever wins the swag should should go to
0: the uh, to- boy I got to let you go what are you talking about that had nothing to do with how in the hell did we start on going to an all white school next thing I know you're talking about the celebration bowl. boy you done wasted three minutes of my life minutes boy you better sit down somewhere get the hell out of here hey caller you lie, talk to me timer's going Hey, man, this is your friendly neighborhood, second-generation Jacksonian <laughs> I got to put a name on you, boy. I can't, I can't miss your calls. I got to put a name on you. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going I'm to give you three quick reasons. Uh, my, my, these statistics
2: are coming from the Chronicle of Higher Education, which is an a, a educational journal, and the second journal is, is, is slipping my mind. But here are three reasons why you should attend an HBCU. Number one, an, an African-American who graduates undergrad from an HBCU is twice as twice, twice as likely to get a terminal degree than an African-American who graduates from a PWI. So when I say terminal degree, I mean either a PhD, a law degree Mm. or a medical degree. So that's the first reason. The second reason is 25% of all African-Americans who are in the STEM field, all graduated from HBCUs. Mm. And, and then the, the third reason is in states that have HBCUs, 75% of the African-American principals and superintendents all came from HBCUs and got their terminal degree or at least one of their degrees from an HBCU. And an addendum to that, what most people don't know is most of your HBCUs that are in urban or cities, they are what we call white at night. So for instance, Jackson State is white at night because you have whites who are in the Jackson State master's and doctoral program. So many of the whites that are in the surrounding areas of Jackson, those white people got their master's degree in education and their doctor's degree in education from Jackson State University. In fact, there's a private school in Mississippi, Mississippi College, not to be confused with Mississippi State mm-hmm. or University of Mississippi. Mississippi College is known internationally as one of the biggest education schools uh, in the, on the planet. The guy who made them an international education school got his Ph.D. from Jackson State. So anytime somebody from Mississippi College says we are the global leaders in education, I simply go to them. You're welcome. That's what we do at Jackson State. Mm. So those are my three reasons why you should attend uh, HBCU. So I'm going to get off the line because I know you got a
4: lot of people coming.
0: Hey, man, I always appreciate your calls. I got I got you. I got you locked in. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to miss your calls no more. I hey, appreciate the call, man. Appreciate. It. Take care, man. No, man. Appreciate. it. There you see. See, that's how you hit it and quit it. That's how you hit it and quit it. You came in. You you see. You saw. You conquered. You keep it moving. Hey, calling you live. Timer's going. Hey, what's up, What's up, Scott? What's going on? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on.
4: Hold on. You
1: came
4: in. Man, listen. You got a great one tonight, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, mine's kind of different from the ones you've been getting. uh I went to private school. Um, uh, you know, early in life, I went to private school. And, on, and in fourth grade, I started going to public school. So that was my culture shot right there. So, you know, when I when I got into public school, I got into a school that was right across the street from, uh, from the project. And, you know what I mean? It was just like, you know, what the hell is going on here? I didn't know the dich- dichotomy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, uh you know, I didn't know that you had to be – I didn't know what the popularity thing was. So, you know, I understood, you know, like, you okay? You gotta you gotta dress up. You gotta do all this to you know be popular. I didn't understand that. So, um, I say that to say all my parents, all my parents, my aunt, everybody, they went to HBCU, went to Alabama State, in fact. So, um, you know, it was just a tradition for me to go. So I didn't see it any other way. So I can still see from somebody like you, you know, how many, you know, I can still see from somebody like you, you know, where you would see a. You know, what's you know, what's going on here? Like why do y'all feel like uh you should ostracize somebody that didn't live that live Facts. that life, you yeah. know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um everybody don't feel like that, man. I just hard to say that. Uh I think, you know, you're doing a good job with what you're doing. You making you open a lot a lot of eyes to people. So um I appreciate that from a long from a traditional law,
0: You know what I mean? Keep mm-hmm. doing it, don't let these people deter you. And you know, that's that, you know. Hey man, appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, hey man, this timer thing—I like this, man. I should have been on this. Uh, should have been on this a long time ago. Just like you know, I was trying to let y'all free ball it, but I like this timer, man. Man was be in here. Hey, yeah, I, I'm gonna let you go, Scotty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go. Like, all right, yeah. Let, let me go. Yeah, let me go. I like that. Let me, let me go. I'll let you know if you can keep talking. Hey, what's up, Mr. Campbell? Talk to me
2: okay man listen here nephew i gotta get this back on track with your original topic now am i nice and clear but i'm in my building yeah you're nice and clear okay good i want to make sure here's the thing and you know i love you but we got to set the record straight about how you came into this thing because this how many you got connected it had nothing to do with hbcu alumni looking down at non-hbcu people because we welcome people all the time hell angela ryan And my boy, Ben, down there at Florida State, we love him. We love Angela Rock. We love a bunch of people that didn't take HBCU. But I'm going to tell you what happened with you. And you got to own a little bit of this. You came in disrespectful. You came in a little bit arrogant. And you talked about a lot of stuff that you had no idea what you were talking about. Now, I'm going to keep it 100. That's why I had to get with you and say, hey, man, you are mad talented. But some of the stuff that you're saying is not going to play well. Because it comes from a little bit of level of ignorance of you not being around this culture. So that's why I think a lot of people got with you straight up because I talked to a lot of people. I didn't treat you like that or anything like that because I respected you as a man. But when people hear snapshots of you criticized and you were very stringent in some of your criticisms. And people here, and we talk about it. You do a three-hour show, but if I hear you saying, and I'm just paraphrasing, "JSU ain't ish," fam you sucks," blah 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 blah. This, I don't know why people would go to an HBCU. Blah blah. blah. Well, guess what? They're going to get defensive because just like my, well, my uh, alumni, we produce greatness. That's what we produce. So it doesn't matter where you come from. Man, dude, I went to FAMU? You know how many people I got that are from Oxton Hill, Montgomery County, PG that went to FAMU. I'm from Richmond, for DC. All of them, my boys. And we all came together as freshmen. I was the freshman class president. I was from Mississippi and people from Miami and all over Brooklyn because we were all cool because we all come together. Now, let me tell you the difference with the PWIs. When you people say rooting for Alabama and Ohio, you know what they're rooting for? Just look like a pro football team. But they ain't rooting for Alabama for the school because Alabama, the school, will not let some of them in, but they'll let the football players in. Because you go ask that girl that pledged, tried to pledge the white sorority, and her daddy was a judge down in Alabama, was on the board of trustees, and they told her black behind, get up out of there. See, that's real talk. I dated girls that PWIs, Wisconsin, Florida State. You ask them, do they go back to their homecomings? When Wisconsin was in the Final Four, I was right in Atlanta at a sports bar. Wisconsin alumni all over. I said, why don't you go over there with your alumni? Go over there with those folks. They didn't welcome her. She's like, no, I'm going to hang over here with y'all, with the FAMU folks. But I said, you went to Wisconsin. Because you know what? They go to school there. We get a family at the HBCU. See, that's the big difference. My girl that went to Florida State, she don't go to Florida State homecoming, but she go to FAMU homecoming <laughs> because it's family. You look at these people in the chat. I went to FAMU. We talk trash all types of ways.
5: But you know what some of these people did in this chat? I got a deal with the Lakers, as you know.
2: They went and retweeted it. My man swipe fans or somebody else, they retweeted it. Because they knew I was an HBCU guy and they supported me. That is the thing. So that's what the deal is. So some of that you got to take on yourself because when you came in, you came in hot with your guns blazing and
0: people had to check you up. Uh, you
2: now you got to talk- own that.
0: Uh, Listen, I, I know everything that I've ever said, most most of everything, about 9 percent of everything. And most of the time, if I ever said, yo, was trash, I said, the football's trash. I said, the swag football's trash, and it was. And I I stand on that. I stand on it.
2: And, and no, 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 no. But I see, that's what I'm saying. That. We're not seeing, no, no, no. I that's what I'm trying that. to tell you. It wasn't that per se. I, you. It's just like somebody said, you can say something is bad. It's just like I can say, hey, Scotty, you're not looking good today. Or I can say, that shit looks ugly as hell. Some of that, you know, people are going to take offense to that. And again, it was something, bro, like I said, we're not going to rehash, but I'm just telling you what you're talking about. I want to clarify that because, look, I'm an HBCU alum. You're my guy. I talk to you every other day, and it has nothing to do with not HBCU. I like you as a man. I respect you as a man. I'm a full supporter of this channel, and I will check mofos, and you know I check mofos all the time because I'm not going to let anybody lie on you. Cause I know what kind of man you are. I know what kind of woman your girlfriend is. Y'all good people, but you have to sit back and understand where you come. You've grown a lot, brother. You have grown a lot. You are not the same guy that was totally clueless of the culture. Cause you do have to understand the culture because we are the culture. I don't have to quote my man. Just quoted all that, bro. you guys said we produce greatness. That's what we do. We don't have to impress anybody. Because that's what we already are. We are greatness at all these schools. So I don't need to go. So, yeah, somebody might have a bad experience where, you know, people dressed up say, yeah, it's fashion shows, a different school. But guess what? Down in Jackson State, at FAMU, you, you got folks on the Orange Grove that didn't have no money and only had one pair of pants. Mm-hmm. We are raising money right now for our homeless students. You think they, they care about graduating? You think them folks from the Mississippi Delta care about fashion shows? They're trying to change the trajectory of their family's lives, bro. That is what this is all about because that's where it starts. And like I tell, and I'm going to say this and then I'm going to get off. But this is the reason why I love Jackson State. And I tell people this my granddad is from Wiggins, Mississippi. And they couldn't read nor write. Forget Doing lumber. And his dad was like, one of y'all got to get educated because I'm going to kill somebody down here. And he went to Jackson State. That changed the whole trajectory of my family. Everybody in my family is educated because of one man going to Jackson State. You think he could go to Ole Miss? You think he grew go to Mississippi State or Southern Miss in 1938? No, sir. But there is greatness because of Jackson State and my family. So that's why we, I tell you what, you get on one of these YouTube channels and you start talking about Alabama and say what you say and see how that YouTube channel will not grow and what they will try to do to you. One thing about you, we might not like you, but we damn sure going to defend you. We're going to defend you every day because you are our brother. And you support HBCUs. That's why I support you. I don't care if you went to know HBCU or not. I care that you do a great content. So all of us can get on here and do what we're doing. Talk about sports. You know what I really like? I like the fact that you quoted somebody, yo, the dude is coming to Bethune-Cookman. This dude is going to Jackson State. We didn't have that two years ago. We got that because of you. So I'm going to have your back. But you got to be more open and not let one thing be the norm because that's not the norm. The norm is what I'm talking about with all these people, like my classmate sent you that nice stuff, or people from Jackson State who's going to send you a bunch of stuff, or those people at Jackson State that had the cookout and the barbecues and said, you come on down, and we going to give you a plate. That's HBCU love, bro. You take your ass over to Alabama see so if you get a plate. Over there. <laughs> you ain't going to get it as easy as we get it. So I'm just letting you know. So that's just that's just the way it is, man. It, it is a bigger thing than what it is. So why do you go HBCU? You go to HBCU because all the people that's in this chat that's got more degrees than their grandmama's oven. That's why you go to HBCU. You go to HBCU is because when you need to call somebody like my man, them boys, if I call him, he ain't never seen me. If I call him, he said, hey, Steve, I know somebody somebody, call somebody or somebody. That's what we do, dog. We ain't got to be at the same school, mm-hmm. but we all part of the same family. That's real.
0: The HBCU family. So I'm going to leave it at that, my brother. But I love you, and I love the show that you're doing tonight. Oh, you too, Mr. Campbell. Appreciate the call. Uh, all right, man. All right, Listen, that's that's what it is, man. Real, real, recognize real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 have, I've, I've definitely grown in the understanding of HBCU sports. But this is what I will not say. I have to, I have to. I, this is the only thing I'm gonna caveat on what Mr. Campbell said. I never came for a particular school, right? Because I didn't know the schools, right? The only, so I could never talk about like I, I never talk about anything I really don't know. You know what I'm saying? So that's not how I get down. The, I'll tell you the two main points I've always said, and this probably got me the most trouble, that the celebration ball wasn't crap. I said that. That was probably the biggest statement I've ever said and probably got more. I probably got more flack for that than a lot of anything else I've said. And then the HBCU football was not good. That Those are the two things I probably said on this channel that have probably got the most pushback ever, especially the first one, the celebration ball. Woo, boy, you talking about starting a fight? whoo that that uh, that's that, that's not a fight hey call you loud. talk to me i'm starting the timer now hey okay great how you doing good what's your name where you call from hey i just
2: want i just want to let you know uh my name is carlton and i come from uh southern O'Fallon, illinois but actually actually um i was raised it's kind of different but um raised on the east coast and i graduated school from um in graduate school in high school in california okay um i went my first year when my first year at the University of California, Berkeley did not do well, large school, then, you know, just didn't have a good experience. Then I, then I, my grandmother was a, a Jackson state grad and my aunt and they, we had three generations go there. So I went down there and she transferred me, got me enrolled there. First semester hated it. But then after that, after the next semester, I, I started warming up and I eventually, I loved it. And it's uh, just been a great experience for me. A uh, great experience for anybody I would say to go and just, I'd say even though like people talked about me because they said I talked white, like I, they said my accent because my, I'm not from down south. And even though my family's from the Mississippi, but I didn't grow up in Mississippi, so I don't have the same accent as everyone else. But, but just talking to my girlfriend, now her, her, she, her family, she's from New Jersey. Okay. And she's a doctor. She's a doctor. She went to the University of Michigan and she went to undergrad and grad school there. But just the just the just the whole experience of asking her like just how how did she get along with anybody at school? She didn't really know the people, didn't really experience the people. Like I have friends from Jackson State. I haven't been in school in like in really thirty years, well oh, no twenty years, twenty five years, but they're still friends this day. We still have a, we have a conference call. We get together about once a month and just talk about different things we're doing. Meet up, try to meet up for certain things occasionally. We'll meet up for a game or meet up to just have people go over people's houses. But it's. But these are people are spread out everywhere. We got people in Maryland. I've got people in Chicago. I've got people in Texas, and it's everywhere. But we're still connected this day, even though it's a, it's not. It's a, it's it's like a kinship for going to the same school, um, which is different from i say from the predominantly white schools, which don't really have that same respect, don't really have the same connection. Um, you may have friends that you went, maybe unless you just indoctrinate yourself in the culture. I don't know. Maybe it's different, but. But I'd say that's one of the things that I respected about my HBCU was the fact that everyone, all my friends are still friends to this day. That's what's up. Um, in spite of like the things we've grown through and gone through. And my, my sons, I'll just give an example. Let's to talk about them. My sons, my son went to Howard and the other one went to Alabama A&M. And so my third son, I'm trying to talk him into going to Jackson state because that's where I went to Jackson state. So anyway, anyway, great to talk to you and uh, your show is great. Hey, I mean, thank you so you
0: much, man. Appreciate the call. All right. Bye. Listen, let me let me say one thing. Right. I'll tell you one thing that used that used to be the biggest problem I had. Like he speaks very he he speaks very correct. Right. His grammar's top notch and everything like that. When I used to I used to talk the same exact way and I still do to a certain extent to certain people. And to, to all my cousins, I talk white. That has to be the I cannot. That has to be one of the stupidest things I've ever heard people say is that you're talking white. What does that mean? What does that mean? There is no such thing as talking white. Okay? It's like, can we stop using that? Can we please stop using that? There is no such thing as talking white. You speak correctly or you don't. It's it. Everybody has their own accent. Everybody has their own thing. Like, stop. Like that, that is, oh, I can't stand that. Oh, he talks white. Like,
1: what what does that even mean?
0: Hey, caller, you loud, talk to me. Hey, caller, you live. Talk- yeah, yeah, you loud, talk to me.
2: Hey, this is Samuel calling from Decatur, Georgia, man. Uh, appreciate you, I've been listening to you since the beginning, man. Appreciate you. Oh, one second. One second, let me, let me meet you again. Yeah, I've been watching you from the beginning, man, and I want to commend you on your content, man, I commend you on your growth. Uh, as somebody who's who's had a lot of experience in media myself, um, I'm proud of you. Keep up the work, man, regardless of what people may say. Um, just on your topic, man, I think this is appropriate. I was just thinking about this the other day. Uh, I grew up in, in, in a town called Kennesaw, Georgia. We were one of the first African-American families in our community. And as a matter of fact, our house was built from the ground up. We were originally from the North, Midwest, Ohio, Ohio, Akron, Ohio. And okay. we had... When, when our house was finished, we moved in. We were, had a welcoming party. Spray paint, kissed you on our and our on my grass, and told us to go home. You don't blo- you don't belong here. Go back to Africa.
5: Mm.
2: And so, but we grew up in the black churches. We grew up in black churches. We didn't have many black friends in my school. We were ostracized. So that ostra ostracization happened not not just in black schools or not just in <laughs> HBCUs, but it happened even in the community. If you were trying to move outside the community. What was known as the collective of us into trying and your parents trying to have you give you better accessibility. And so I didn't really know about HBCUs growing up. That my 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 guidance counselors didn't teach me anything about it. We knew about Georgia, Georgia Tech, Georgia State, and Kennesaw State, or Kennesaw College at the time, and, and oh, Georgia Southern. I didn't know anything about Jacksonville. I really didn't know anything about Morehouse and Spelman. And I'm here in the city of Morehouse and Spelman. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as I went off to the military uh, and I came back home, my, my, my stepmother, she's a, she's a Bethune-Cookman grad. Okay. And she was talking to me a lot about HBCUs and helped me understand the value of HBCUs and took me down to Morehouse, had a personal interview. And I loved the experience. I loved the feeling I had. And it was all ready to sign up for HBCUs. But I had one thing that turned me off, and I wish that somebody would have told me the answer differently than what was addressed to me. And it was that it was mandatory that I must take African American classes in order to be able to graduate. And I found that to be odd. It's like, I have to take African American classes? You know, if I go to Duke, uh, Ohio State, Georgia Tech, anywhere like that, that's not a requirement. So why is it a requirement here? Um, and nobody really gave me the breakdown, but if I understood it the way I understood it now, I would have attended Morehouse, or I would have attended another HBCU that resonated mm-hmm. with me and my area of studies. But fast forward, fast forward, 18 years later, my son had an opportunity to go to school, play football. He was he was highly recruit he was recruited, but he was recruited also um, uh, by he was d1 d1 recruit, but he was also recruited by, by Morehouse. And because of the culture that was happening in Morehouse at the time, he was turned off, he was disinterested, and he didn't think that that was an opportunity. Like a lot of these kids didn't think it was an opportunity for them to be able to get to the next level however hindsight being being 2020 i wish she would have went to more house moving forward five years later my, my daughter graduates from high school high school she only has two she only has two options that she that she's even considering and that was alabama state and she and i had her even look at uh Spelman, which he's, which she's currently enrolled at Spelman now.
0: Congratulations.
2: Uh, so thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, and Then my, I have, I have a high school freshman right now. She's only looking at one school and that's Tuskegee uh, because of the nursing program there. So just, I think by educating these children, being able to give them an understanding of their options and seeing that the programs and you know the history behind the programs really gives them an opportunity to know, about their options and know the opportunities that are available beyond the PWI. but at the same time, backtrack it. I have a lot of friends who are African American with the PWIs, and a lot of friends who went to HBCUs. And I'm gonna tell you, I get the most support from my friends who went to HBCUs than I get from PWIs, which is which is interesting to me. Uh, I get the most fellowship from those who went to HBCUs than who went to PWIs. But my friends who went to PWIs have a tendency to look down upon those who went to HBCUs. So I get it. I definitely understand what, what you've gone through. I definitely understand the, the, both sides of the picture. And, and I'm grateful that the highlight is on the HBCUs now. Um, and I just wish that there was more education for our children about the opportunities of the HBCUs at the same time. Um, and, 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 I, and I love how many of the callers have really shared the diversity of the, of the HBCUs as well. So.
0: Man, no, I appreciate the call. Appreciate the uh, the insight to your life, man. And um, that's you know, that's real, bro. That's that's real. And and I'll say this, and I'm gonna let you go. But thanks for the call, though. Thanks for the call, Samuel. Let, let me say this, and I have to be honest, right? Because um, I think the coolest thing about what I'm doing. And and what and how and I even told my girl, I think the impact one, the impact that I'm having on the culture is dope. I mean, I got people saying alumni. I got people saying Bama's. I got people saying emotional. You know, the impact is dope. Right. But I think the second aspect of that is when me and and, and my girl have gone to these games, seeing the kids like me being able to bring my kids to games and having them around this Oh, hey, 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 hey! Same hey for the people hey, in the back, back, hey, 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 hey! Appreciate that, you know what I'm saying. So, but for me to be able to bring my kids and have them around and ingratiate in this culture, I think for me is is giving them a different side of life that I didn't get to experience. You know what I'm saying. So once again, you know i think in the bible says people perish for the lack of knowledge is that, is that you know what i'm saying so i think having that capability of ex- of giving my kids another version of life another um look you know of of what schools can look like what an environment can look like and i have never because ex- I, I didn't have that experience for me in maryland you know my mom didn't my mom graduated from the university of maryland you know what i'm saying so all I, and all the kids I'm around, you know, Maryland was the standard. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't kids weren't fighting to get into Bowie. Kids weren't fighting to get into Morgan. You know what I'm saying? It was either Howard or the University of Maryland. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm just glad and I know I will be able to bring my kids and show them a different side of schools and life and, of, um, and, and, and being in a family of, you know, of HBCUs that they can they can honestly say when they have a chance to pick colleges they can't say my dad did not my dad did not tell me about this i didn't know about cuz at the end of the day it's still my kids decision and i and i even thought it's funny i was talking to my girl like a couple of days ago i said i got to graduate i said me being where i'm at now i have to graduate from HBCU and i really feel that way and once again i'm 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 still up in the air debating where i want to go but um i, I just want to be able to tell my kids and have them show them a, a, a side of education that you know at the end of the day if you decide to go wherever you go you can't you know you cannot say you didn't know or i didn't i, I didn't know that there were hbcus or this school here your dad covers them every day <laughs> we talk about this every freaking day so it is what it is it, it pays the bill so what do we like, like you 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 know about these schools All uh, right, let me get to some of these calls i haven't seen before Hey, Carla, you lied. Talk to me. Oh, man. What's up, man? It's Lee, man. Talk to me. Hey, hey, Scott.
2: I ain't going to lie to you, man. I went to college for the women, man. <laughs> hey, I ain't got no sad story. I just went to college for the women. I'm going to tell you how it all down, man. I'm from Jackson, so I'm a local. You know what I'm saying? We went up there to fight the college kids, you know, because college kids and locals get into it. You feel me? Yeah. Man, I seen all them women, man. I was like, man, I'm enrolling tomorrow, man. <laughs> I went to college for the women. I ended up graduating. When I went back to the hood, they
0: were like, man, who let you in college, man? Because then nobody believed in me, man. You know what I'm mean? saying? You said you ended up graduating? <laughs> like you like you just stumbled upon graduating? <laughs> hey, 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 man. Jackie State was easily in high school,
2: bro. Oh,
0: yeah, Jack, State, Jack State alums ain't going to agree with that, but you know, but go ahead. Hey,
2: man, hey, man, hey, I'm also a PE major, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was a fifth ed major, too, now, man. I would take with bad men, archery, all easy classes, man.
0: Oh, that is funny. That is funny. Yeah,
2: man, but I did get my master's in PE, too, so you know what I'm saying? But Jackson State taught me a lot, though, man.
0: You feel me? No, I appreciate Hey, man, I, I believe you, and I appreciate your honesty, though, for real. For oh, yeah,
2: real. man. I, I, I only went to
0: Scarlett for the women and it worked out. Hey, hey listen, look hey, look at you now. Look, you got a master's and everything. <laughs> look, what, look, oh, what, yeah, man. look what the women did for you. All right, bro. All right, man. Good work, you man. Too, man. Appreciate the call, man. Hey, man, you can't get no realer than that. That's real. I like that. That's real. The call, man. Hey, call you hey, live. Talk you to me. Can't get no that. That's real. I like that. That's real. 9501, you live. Talk to me. What's up, Scotty? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. What's up to so talk to me?
2: All right. Um,
0: Timer's on. This is the
2: reason I went to you I'm doing good. My name is BT Elliott. I'm in Florida, I'm in fourth grade. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you.
0: No, I said I got the timer on, but you're good. Go ahead.
2: Okay. When I was in fourth grade, they had the Florida Classic. I was in fourth, again, fourth grade, and I saw the marching 100, and I told my mom in the stands, "I'm going to be in that band." I didn't even play an
0: instrument at the time.
2: <laughs> That's just how powerful and it was, right? Mm-hmm. So, my whole goal in life was to be in the March 100, which I did. My parents were graduates of Tennessee State. So, we came in the March 100, whoop-de-whoop. 30 years later, my daughter's graduated from high school. So I'm talking to her because the topic is, why go to HBCU? Mm-hmm. So, she put in her application. She got accepted to everywhere from uh, Alabama State, University of Alabama, North Carolina, Clark, Howard, Southern, FAMU, Tennessee State, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm telling her, I was like, listen, you're going to choose where you want to go, just like my parents let me choose where I wanted to go. But if I were you, I would go to a HBCU for undergrad." and then go to a PWI, you can go anywhere you want to after that. And the reason I told her is this. When I go to homecoming, I'm going to be at a family reunion. If you go to a PWI homecoming, you're nobody. Mm. Nobody. Outside of maybe the Black Student Union, You're not going to know anyone, and no one's going to know you. What type of relationships are you going to build at a school where people really don't care about you? Just like the doctor, um, Dr. Wilson, I was 17 years old, a freshman in the marching band. That changed my life. That totally changed my life. The person I am today is because of that experience with my people, and we talk about being in school with diverse people, and that's fine, but it's nothing like being in a classroom with a black professor teaching you about yourself. One of my favorite professors, who you have, Kobe Hemingway, one of your guests, mm-hmm. his father and mother were professors at FAMU, his father, rest in peace, Dr. Ted Hemingway, was my favorite professor. I would go to his office and just sit and he would just talk. And I would just listen. It was almost like a mentorship program with your own professors. Quickly, because I know the time is
0: running. No, you're good. Everybody, just, everybody's asking okay, for 10 more okay. seconds. So you good. Keep listen,
2: Check this out. Check this, check this out. So I'm just living life. Kind of confused on what I want to do. Not sure what my purpose is. And I was in the school of general studies. I go to the general studies building. To, the dean at the time was Dean Eva Watson. And I said I need to speak with Dean Watson because what I was gonna do, I wasn't. I was just gonna graduate with an AA degree from FAMU. I sat down. I said I need to speak with Dean Watson. And I heard her tell her staff she was in a meeting. She said, "Listen, one of my students needs me." She left that staff meeting, came out, greeted me, and I said, Dr. Wanton, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Thank you. I heard what you said. I'm going to graduate with my bachelor's degree. Just that statement alone. One of my students, she didn't even know my name. Mm. One of my students needs me. And I graduated with my bachelor's degree from Florida University because of that. And I had the opportunity. 20 years later, to tell her that, and I said, you may not remember this, but you changed my life because of this. That's what you get at an HBCU. If I was at Florida State, would that happen? No. University of Florida? No. University of Miami? I doubt it. It's nothing like being around your people like I told my daughter. You need to see how smart we are. You're not going to get that if you're in a diverse situation. You don't even realize how smart we are because you've always grown up. You ever had a black teacher? And it's only three or four of y'all in the classroom. Mm. Sometimes you learn, but you have to see it. I was amazed when I was there. I was like, man, these young girls are smart, intelligent like this is me it challenges you to become better you may come average but if you go to hbcu and you get in that classroom setting you will become above average because of this competition alone you looking at jokers and you're like okay they cool and everything got swag and intelligence like what oh i need to bring my game up Mm. Then you find out who they are and where they come from. The situation some of these people some of these people came from Miami, the pork and beans projects. Come on now.
1: Make a straight A's.
2: Your mama came over here with a green card.
1: You think you're gonna get that at Florida State? You think you're gonna get that at University of South Florida? Maybe if you play football and basketball,
2: but what about academics? Everybody doesn't play football. Everybody doesn't play basketball. we just students. When you run out of financial aid, who can you go to at Florida State that don't look like you? But if you go to FAMU and your guidance counseling with the FAMU, and that's the reason why you went, you can make a call and they can make some things happen. It's like um, Mr. Campbell said, it's a family. Homecoming is family reunion. I go to. I just went to Homecoming. I knew at least 300 people off the rip. you going to know 250 from the band.
4: That doesn't include the people you stayed in the dorms with. That don't include the organizations you're in. That doesn't include um, the people in your major. You literally have
2: a network of a thousand people that know you, even if they know you by faith.
1: If I go somewhere across the street, are they going to know me like that at LSU? Are they going to know me that, that like that
2: at um, University of Alabama, Georgia Tech? No. That's why you should go to HBCU, at least for undergrad. Know who you are. I learned more about myself my freshman year than I learned in the Volusia County school systems from K through 12.
4: Mm.
2: My freshman year, I learned more about me as a black person than I ever did in the whole elementary, middle school, junior high, senior high, 12 years of school. in one semester, one year, I learned about myself. And what we did, they never taught me about George Washington Carver. They never taught me about Frederick Douglass. If cats coming from Atlanta, it's schools named after these people, but when you come from Central Florida, they're not teaching me that. So I'm looking at myself from the prism of a white person. That's why when if I go there, I can be kind of intimidated or kind of fearful because I'm seeing myself as how they see me because that's how they taught me. But the HBCU taught me to love myself and see who we really are. I'm in the classroom with people from Chicago, Detroit, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Miami, Jacksonville, Tampa, Orlando, Pensacola, Los Angeles, tearing it up tearing it up yeah some people probably wait to you know got caught up in whatever but most of them graduated most of them are successful in whatever it is that they do whether it's education medical field whatever it is the foundation like dr. Wilson said it made me who I am today changed my life forever made me love me because I'm black and that's who that's who I am and I'm powerful, I'm just as intelligent. We created, we built this country. That's who we are. HBCU love, baby, thank you, sir.
0: Man, listen, I don't ever do this, but I'm shutting it down after that. I'm sorry, I, I can't. Listen, nobody, I know, listen, I know everybody has, I know everybody has a story to tell. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and apologize to the people on the line. But I gotta shut it down after that. That, that listen. Like that alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I I totally agree. Stand, listen. You can't, you can't follow that. Nobody, nobody can follow that. I'm sorry. I it ain't about being funny. It ain't about being Like, you can't take another. I can't take another call after that because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, literally. You. Just go ahead. Everybody just clap it up for my man. Everybody go ahead and clap it up for my man. Because at the end of the day, man, that that listen, that alone could get any kid into a HBCU. That alone, that man, that was powerful, bro. I I can't even fake, bro. That was that was powerful. Um, I'm definitely going to listen. If anybody don't, I'ma clip that. I gotta clip it. Um, and I'm a, I'm gonna put it as, I'm gonna put it at his as his own video so people can use that. Whatever you want to use it for, if you're in if you're in teaching, if you're in administrative, if anything like that, I'm gonna clip that. I'm gonna clip his call. I'm gonna put its own video on my channel and you can use it for whatever you like it. You know, for motivation or whatever. But listen, that was amazing. That was an amazing call, man. And I appreciate it. That made me self check myself. i ain't gonna gonna lie i'm like damn i should took my ass to uh hbcu god damn like (laughs) i'm telling you man that was real bro that was absolutely amazing um thank you thank you so much caller for that call real talk man that was that was amazing man that was freaking amazing um and thank everybody for calling in man i appreciate you guys um yeah man listen i was getting them up boy I had to, I had to dip the hat a little bit. I had to hold. I was getting a little emotional. <laughs> oh, and I let go. Boy, I was over here about to, I was over here about to give the glory tear. That's what they call it, the glory tear. That just, that one drop. Just, oh man, it was coming.
1: Oh Jesus, it was coming.
0: That Denzel Washington tear was coming. All right, but uh but man no, listen man. Uh I I appreciate everybody who called in. I appreciate everybody who gave their opinions. Um I appreciate you guys for still rocking with me over 300 people 290 in here, man. Um I just listen, man. I just appreciate the support because I know I'm a football guy, but stuff like this needs to be talked about and that's why I like to do stuff like this. I like to have shows like this and it doesn't I can't have I can't have a show like this if there's no participation from you, the people in the comments, the people in the chat, people in the call lines. And once again, as always, I appreciate you guys and I appreciate you for giving your feedback in your in your experiences. Um, we need a part two, Scotty. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna make it happen. I think we're gonna definitely we're gonna definitely get it going, man. This was a great topic. And I think we're gonna have more topics like this in the offseason as we as we're waiting for football. All right. So let me get my let me go back over my my recaps. All right. And then I'm gonna get up out of here. Oh, uh, man. Okay. Early morning coverage for National Early Signing Day tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. I'm doing an early morning show, 10 a.m. It's probably going to go for an hour, hour and a half, something like that, man. But, man, God, dog, no, this is a great show. For real. Like, I'm really, I, this is a really great show. Um, 10 a.m., early morning show, early signing day. All right. All right. Michael Plez, after Mike Plez, after he. After he makes his announcement, he will be coming on the channel and doing an interview explaining why he went to um, whatever he's going. I don't know because he didn't tell me. So wherever he's going. So when he makes his decision, he's going to come onto the channel. He's going to have an interview on the channel and talk about why he went to where he went. All right. Bandwagon National Signing Day. Okay. Bandwagon National Signing Day. That's my day. All right. That day is when I'm going to pick the bandwagon team. I'm going to go with. Throughout the year, and so I'm gonna have me a little signing day and everything like that. You know, what I'm saying I'm gonna have a couple hats, maybe you know, put my hat on, however, we're gonna do it. So, be, be looking for the bandwagon national signing day, January 3rd. All right, and one last thing, I'm gonna get my shout outs to uh Kay Howard, Miss miss Howard, Grandma Lunda. All right, listen, and shout out to Dr. laurie Wilson from Fam You, uh, alumna. All right, listen, if you want to donate to these ladies' schools, I have the Gram donation link in the description below i also have the fam you donation link in the description below please make sure you support these ladies you support their alumni associations and everything like that all right so p p e what the hell is p oh, okay all right so listen until next time you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna holla. god bless and you know what, before i go before i go Somebody, if anybody knows somebody from the fam you uh journalism, media department or whatever, um make sure you just send them my information. All right, I like to talk to them. You know, like I said, I, I feel like I do have to become an HBCU graduate. You know, maybe maybe me and my young lady, you know, we can get some honorary degrees from uh from good old <laughs> from good old fam. All right, get old fam. All right, so but Until next time, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to holler. God bless.